There are dire warnings that New South Wales will be hit by increasingly extreme weather. 2015 was the hottest year since climate records began. Your show this July was the single hottest month in recorded history. Australia sweltered through its hottest spring on record. Climate change is now affecting every country on every continent. The rate that's a great concern. And what do you put that rate down to? Oh, it's human activity. We have everything we need. Some still doubt that we have the will to act. But I say the will to act is itself a renewable resource. Hello and welcome to episode 221 of Climactic, the flagship podcast of the Climactic Collective, the podcast network by and for Australia's climate community. To introduce today's show which is actually episode 35 of the Sustainable You podcast. I'm Mark Spencer. The Sustainable You podcast joined the Climactic Collective Network in July of 2020, and today have brought their learnings from their personal waste reduction and sustainable living journeys to the Climactic feed. In this one, you'll learn some easy swaps of household items for their more sustainable alternatives from a place of encouragement and zero judgment. If you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it all at the moment, and we hear you if you are, then this is a great change of pace. But should you be up for a more macro-level look at what Australia knew when about the climate crisis, then over on the Climate Conversation show, you'll find an interview with Professor Ian Lowe, former president of the Australian Conservation Foundation, as he lays out for host Robert McLean the last 40 years of knowledge of the greenhouse effect. Get that and all the shows on the network from climactic.com.au. Just click on Climate Conversations. But now, for some at-home practical changes that'll save you money while making a difference. Here's Sustainable You. Over to you, Lisa and Jackie. Welcome to the Sustainable You podcast with your hosts, Jackie Kidman and Lisa Whiston self-proclaimed urban hippies, waste warriors, and passionate women. Tune in for practical information and inspiration on how to reduce your impact on the environment and become a more sustainable you. Before we begin, Lisa and Jackie would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and the places on which we record our podcast. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode of Sustainable You Podcast with your hosts Lisa and Jackie. Hey everybody. Good to be here Lisey. It's nice to hear your voice. Wish that we were in the same room together though. <laughs> but anyway. Me too. Me we'll too. get there. We'll get there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lisa and I are both based in Melbourne and we're currently under the stage four uh, lockdown restrictions that we have so we're navigating life as we're all calling the new normal so anyway let's not dwell on that what I was thinking for this week was to do a little kind of um I don't know maybe it's like a little troubleshooting um and think about I'm sort of feeling like we've gone back to particularly where we are in Melbourne we've gone back to a lot of disposable stuff um, a lot of coffee shops aren't taking your reusable cups. Um, there's obviously disposable masks. You know, we've kind of gone back into that. I feel like what we were maybe were, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it is 
disheartening for me, but I thought I might put some practical kind of things out there for you guys on maybe some other switches you can do in your home. Um, and maybe we could talk about what things that we know that you could switch that for this. And I thought I could fire them off to you, Lisa, and see if you know them, see if I know them. I've, I've done a little list, but I haven't really looked at it too much. Okay. So I've just dumped in some stuff. I haven't looked at it, haven't thought about it. Um, so we'll just see where the conversation goes and hopefully it might inspire a few people to make some switches. Maybe it might, might push us a little bit more to make some changes and stuff like that as well. You cool? Okay. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, well, we could start with the first one that I've just mentioned, coffee cups, disposable coffee cups. Um, we all know that you can take your own if the cafe coffee shops lets you. Um, I've actually opted to make my own at home at the moment. How about you? What are you doing? Yeah, me too, because I'm not really going anywhere at the moment. So I've just been having my coffee in the morning myself and making it be the best coffee it can be. Definitely, I did see you a few weeks ago post about going topless. So if people are unrestricted and able to go out and about, please take your tops off your coffee, not yourself. Um, And if you have to get a disposable cup, then keep it and take it to a 7-Eleven because they're accepting all brands of uh, disposable coffee cups and lids too, but try not to take the lid. Yes. So maybe, so when you go and you order your coffee, say, I don't, I don't need the lid. Say that really clearly, look the person in the eye and try and get them to understand that because quite often they'll still give you the lid. Um, So yeah, that's a good point, Lacey. Well done. Um, What about uh, masks, I guess, for us, unless you need category one masks, which is what I need for work when I work at the um, at Vita Lifestyles, the chiropractor, I have to have a category one mask, which is a disposable one, unfortunately. Um, but if you don't need those for a profession, then a reusable mask. Lisa, you've been sewing and making your own, haven't you? Yeah, I have been sewing, yeah but my husband doesn't like any of the designs that I've created for him. And he instead, in his always the same way, um, has to have his own individual style. And so he's asked me to modify an old singlet top of his, which is really stretchy. And I've just chopped it into like a, a ring and sewn it up tight so that it forms like one of those, sort of neck warmer style, pull it up over your face. But when you're not around anyone, you can kind of just pull it around your neck and he is enjoying that. Yeah, so a buff. Yeah, that's right. Didn't know the name of that. Yeah. Yeah, because I watched Survivor. <laughs> of course. Yeah, a, a handkerchief, like a big, hand, you know, like a, a scarf or a, a big, um, what are they called, handkerchiefs or not handkerchiefs, but... Anyway, anything you can just tie oh, around. Like a bandana. A bandana, that's it. I, I knew buffs, you knew bandana. Look at us, we're at Water Team. Um, so there's lots of other things you can use um, other than having to use the disposable ones or getting a fancy, spending a lot of money on a fancy ones, use lots of scraps. I've got a girlfriend that's making masks out of like old dresses from her daughter that they're not good enough to kind of send to the op shop, but she's just reusing the material like what you mm. do. All right, so let's just go on to some fun different things toilet paper oh god gum leaves 
What do you mean toilet paper? You've got to use toilet paper. You do, but there are a lot of people that can use, convert toilet paper into reusable options. So old, old towels or sheets, and then you, then you wash them. So you can do that. Just stop it. Maybe just for wheeze. I know a lot of people just do them for wheeze, and then that would cut down a lot of the toilet paper usage. Holy moly. That's a big change. It is a big change. It is a big change, but to, to the degree, it's sort of just like a cloth nappy, isn't it? Really? Well, and that's it's just a true. little bit of wheeze. That's true. I mean, definitely for things like sanitary items, definitely should never be using like throwaway disposable pads or anything like that. Um, and there's so many different options available now for reusable. Yes, so let's talk about that. But I would suggest with toilet paper, if you're not ready to go to cloth <laughs> toilet paper, then source your toilet paper from recycled paper options, or like recycled yep. companies, or um, sustainably sourced toilet yep. paper. We use Who Gives a Crap in our household, and our toilet paper is made from bamboo. And bamboo grows at the rate of one metre a day. So it's quickly to quick to mm. replenish and um, it's a much more sustainable option than chopping down our precious trees. Yes. And also just encouraging people th- just to limit how much toilet paper they're using. I mean, it's only a small hole that needs to be wiped. Are we going into too much detail here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move on. Paper Let's towels. Move on. Oh, or disposable towel. Don't towels. need a paper towel. Get, get a, a cloth. cloth. So a lot of people, what I do, say if I'm washing like lettuce or veggies or whatever, you know, some people might wipe that or dry that out with a paper towel. I just use a tea towel, like a clean mm. tea towel. I dry that. Yeah. Um, use that to dry the moisture. Or even my salad spinner. I talk about this quite often. My salad spinner that I put my spinach leaves in to keep them fresh for, for a good couple of weeks um, you know, use them to dry out a lot of the moisture mm. rather than a paper towel that you're going to use once and throw out. Though paper towel can be put into a compost too. So just remember that, that it doesn't need to go, it can't be recycled, but it can go, well, some can, but it mm. can't be, you know, it can also go into your compost to help with the um, balance of balance of that. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well done. Um, you could also make your own, like, cloths and towels with old fabric and stuff like that as well so I know for my work when all this started like we didn't want to constantly use paper towel to wipe down the chiropractic tables so I just made some yep. cloths from an old from old sheets um that um, just cut them to size to hand size and we then they'd just be damped with some castle soap um so they, so they were like almost they were ready to go and wipe down the tables um, you know, mm. and then they're just washed, replenished like that. Condoms. <laughs> just read that's on the list. <laughs> I can't say you mean, I don't, I don't know. Apparently there's some vegan condoms that can be impossible sort of like, or something. I don't know. Oh, that's an option. I don't know. I'm sort of hesitant to recommend <laughs> that people know. don't use condoms just because they're single use. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll have a whole generation of like sustainable oh my babies. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. Cotton cotton buds or cotton pads. Oh, like cotton yeah. balls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are reusable options that you can purchase that are made from silicon. I've seen them before. But also just using a cloth or a face washer instead. Yep, exactly. Remember when we spoke to um oh, who was that author we spoke to? Keith, Keith, Keith 
Badger. Remember we yeah. spoke to him and he said that he travelled around, you know, for months. I think he hiked and all that sort of stuff. And he said he just had a bar of soap and a face washer. That's all he needed, you know. Mm. Like just got to go back to you yeah. don't need all those fancy disposable use once, chuck in the bin because that stuff can't be recycled um, and it goes to landfill. So the idea is you want to stop sending stuff to landfill. So these are some of the tips that we're sharing. What about shaving yeah. razors? Yeah, I'm interested in this because I've been using my razor sparingly and it's now, it's one of the disposable ones that's now okay. gone, like mm-hmm. it's done. There's no more blade yeah. left. So I was thinking about buying one of those beautiful metal mm-hmm. ones that you can yeah. use forever, but I don't know anything about them really. So I've been using just a an old school metal safety razor for, I don't know, maybe a couple of years now. I love it. I love it. It gives a good old fashioned close shave. Um, and all you do is you change the blade mm. and that's all you've got to, you got to get rid of. So. Okay. Perfect. It's, an, it's a really easy switch, but if you are using, I know that my husband doesn't like it um, cause he, cause it, I guess he uses it on his face and cause it can be quite sharp. He's not used to it. Um, and he only mm. shaves his face like once a month because he doesn't grow really much facial hair. So he doesn't get much time <laughs> to practice on that. And so if if you do have, like the one you were saying, you've got you've got your razor, TerraCycle have a, pro, have a program where you can post your old razor blades to them and then they, they, they dispose of them appropriately. Oh, excellent. Okay. So you should, should look at look at that just get a little box collect well if anyone's need. listening and they've got a good brand of a razor that they love please let me know send me a dm yeah there are a couple of brands that i can let you know actually i just can't think of them off the top of my head nappies nappy training pants wow so there's a multitude of uh cloth or combination nappies on the market and really they're so good quality now compared to the ones that our mums used on us probably when we were kids um, I never did, I have to admit. I used disposable nappies and it's one of the things that I wish that I'd tried more, tried a bit harder with my kids when they were babies. Yeah, I think we're both in that kind of little bit of regret there, but that's okay. I mean, that's just, just letting people know what there are other, other options. I've been trialling some uh, cloth training pants for Harvey overnight. So we're, it's a bit hit and miss at the moment. I think he's just a really deep sleeper. He's still waking up wet um, but that's okay. We're sort of working our way through. But they're like a they're like a cloth nappy, but they're just like little boys' pants um, that I just got off I found online. Um, so that's another way to minimise the the training pants, disposable training pants or nappies idea. Mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Um, what about gloves? Plastic gloves. Plastic gloves. I don't really use gloves much. I use gloves out in the garden, but they're reusable ones. I have ones. a pair of rubber gloves that I use. Yeah, the thicker ones. Yeah, same. Like the ones that your mum used to wear when she was washing the dishes. <laughs> yeah. But I never do. <laughs> you, do you wear gloves when you wash the dishes? Uh, no. Do you wash the dishes? Uh, funny, Lisa. No, I don't actually. Uh, no, no. Sometimes. Sometimes. We mainly use our dishwasher because <laughs> that's, then that's the job that the kids do every day is unpack the dishwasher. So, um, you know. Mm. There are also like, because I know a lot of people are using disposable gloves when they go to the shops and all that sort of stuff, which to me doesn't make any sense because the idea is that if you're worried about germs, you're still getting them on the gloves. So people are still not changing the behaviour mm. of like maybe not touching their face or, you know, that sort of stuff. So or washing their hands and mm. you know, the glove 
Um, but if you are wanting to do that, I guess you can also get some cloth gloves that you can use instead and then they just get washed and then you can pop back on. Yeah. Sort of like a Michael Like Jackson. those boxing inners. Uh, yeah, them. Mm. Yeah. What else did I have here? I've got toothbrushes or dental floss. Don't talk to me about dental floss because I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> kind of creepy. Whenever I go to my in-laws and I need to use the bathroom and sometimes I've been hunting for something in the drawer and he I, he uses those, um, you know, those like disposable single-use dental floss. Ugh. What do you call them? I hate those things. Little pokey bits with a little yep. stretched bit of floss. Yep. I see them yep. in their drawers and I, and I go out there and I tell him off every time. But um, we've got a roll of dental floss. That yep. has lasted us years in our household. Yep, yep. Um, so that seems to be effective when we use it. Yes. Uh, and I, we've got a we've got bamboo toothbrushes too. Yes, you got them. Yep, got the bamboo toothbrushes. If you do have uh, the non-bamboo toothbrushes, like just the plastic ones, again, TerraCycle can do a collection, but they mainly do it through schools. So I don't know what's happening with that program at the moment, but um, schools kind of get rewarded for everyone donating their toothbrushes but oh it's a cool idea yeah yeah we'll hold on to them people until we know yeah you need lots of little boxes lots of little boxes around <laughs> um what about disposable plates don't use them but if you have to there's those plates that are pressed out of it a palm leaf which are completely compostable so they're cool i found them at a party supply place once so if you really, if you, yeah, if you have to use a disposable plate, that would be your best option. You could put them straight out into your compost at home. Even like containers, like plastic containers, all that sort of stuff. If you are going down the street to purchase a sandwich or, you know, something from your local cafe, um, see if they can, if you can take a plate and they can put it on your plate for you to take it home or, a you know, like a, a, a container with a lid. Mm. See if they'll allow you to do that rather than, um, and I, like paper is a bit better than plastic, but it's still a resource, isn't it? So, you know, I guess mm. where you can change that, that might be a little good a good swap. Uh, mm. What about plastic tablecloths? Oh, well, just use a sheet or a cloth tablecloth. Yeah, fabric. A lot of the tablecloths that I have is just a roll of fabric that we might just chuck on the table rather than that, the plastic ones. And then you can just chuck it in the washing machine and wash it. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. If you do have a plastic tablecloth, then um, consider reusing it because, you know, you can wipe them down really easily and just fold it up again and pop it back in your cupboard to use next time. And I get it. Like, they're really good for, you know, kids' parties if they spill drinks on them or whatever. They're waterproof or, you know, they'll protect things underneath. But don't just, uh, like, scrunch it up and chuck it out when you're finished with it. If it's still good, then just wipe it down and use it again. Can those plastic tablecloths go into uh the red cycle bin once they've been used over and over and maybe are no long to be no longer good to be reused they may be able to go into red cycle i can't see why not i reckon they could be plastic cutlery plastic cutlery definitely a no-no there's a heap of different options that i know of um including like a stainless set that you can buy to take with you when you go out yes I've got um, that. or just bring your cutlery from home if you're going on a picnic or anything like that yeah. 
But there's also bamboo, isn't there? What else is there? Your hands. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, eat with your hands. Okay. Garbage bags. Oof. Well, we have a contention in our household because I prefer to not use a garbage bag whatsoever. And I just have our bin ready for trash as is. And my husband doesn't like it because he reckons it gets soggy in there. And then I have the conversation with him that we shouldn't be putting anything wet in there because food scraps go in the compost. Yes. So if you're in our household, we don't, we don't use a garbage bag. Or when we do, I've got a roll of bio bags, which are compostable that I, I line our Perfect. bin with. But I've also seen newspaper used, folded up and used really effectively, That's right. which is cool. That's right. You saw that person do that little video, which I think we posted on our um, Insta and Facey. I think so. So, yeah. Yeah. And my boss, Mike, who we interviewed a few weeks ago, he posted a funny bin liner uh, of Trump's face uh, lining his bin the other day. It's okay. quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how we are saying before, also we use the who gives a crap um, toilet paper. So it actually comes individually wrapped in paper because that's like a hygiene thing that they have to they have to do. Mm. Um, so I actually put that at the bottom of my bin so that it collects any dampness or anything like that. So I put it at the bottom of my compost bin and I put it at the bottom of my landfill bin. That's another way that you might be able to help Kane move move from the plastic bag. Option. That's a great idea. Well done, Jackie. No worries. No Good thing. My friend Heather taught me that trick. Oh, this one, Lisa. This one is a good one for us to talk about. I've been meaning to talk about, talk about this vacuum cleaner bags. So let's tell the story about the start of the yeah. year. We decided to invest in a vacuum cleaner. Um, I mean, I say that like we, like we're a, we're a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> we both individually decided. We individually, we? I've never had a vacuum cleaner. We always sweep the floor, but we thought might be time for me. I just turned forty. Might be the time for me to grow up and get a get a real life vacuum cleaner. So we asked people for advice <laughs> and then um, mm. I we got the vacuum cleaner, about what, which was the best one, all that sort of stuff. I ordered it, got it. Then I realised that it has individual vacuum bags. It fills it up and you've got to dispose of it. Yeah. So really when you're looking at not using those, the idea is that you don't get a vacuum cleaner that has them. Yeah, the bagless vacuum cleaner or at least one where you can put a cloth bag in and just empty it out and put it back in. Unfortunately, the model that we bought doesn't allow for this. I've already tampered with those bags to try and empty them out and reuse one. (laughs) Have you done that? Yeah, tried that. (laughs) Even though it says do not not try and reuse this bag. I'm like, damn, (laughs) damn. Anyway. I guess we just have to vacuum less, really. Yeah, that's 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 right. Um, I think when I first got, because I haven't had a vacuum cleaner, I've got wooden floorboards. I think that we we were using it a lot, and I think it picked up a lot of dirt that probably didn't notice that was there. Um, even though I sweep, we sweep every day, so the bag filled up really quickly. And I thought, oh my god, if I'm going to have to go through this every single, you know, like month, this amount, um, it just messed with my mm. um, with my waste minimization head. But it slowed down a little, so maybe it was just that I was, my house was really dirty to start with. But that that was an interesting scenario, wasn't it, Lise, that we were like, damn it. Yeah, it was. It really does highlight that you have to think about things when you're purchasing, especially a big-ticket item 
you know, or an appliance, that kind of thing. It does pay to really consider all of the different aspects of that and read reviews. Possibly if we'd done a little bit more research, we would have read a review or someone of, or something of someone who said, I really like this, but I wish it was bagless. And then that would have been an alarm for us yeah. to go, yeah, not this one, just to go to a different model. It was one of those sort of quick purchases that, you know, anyway. Anyway, lessons learnt, and that's that, and that's why mm. we share it with our mm-hmm. with our um, SYP community because um, you know we've done it and we failed. So, <laughs> so we've got this platform to teach <laughs> others about our failures. It. It's all good. Uh, all right, we've got a few more, and I'm sure there will be plenty more, but I will kind of wrap it up anyway. But it's just a few more. I was thinking uh, pens. Or writing hmm. implements. Pen. I don't think this can necessarily be um, reusable stuff. I mean, I think you can get pens that you can pop maybe just the ink in so you can reuse the plastic outing, all that sort of stuff. But what I do with textures and pens and all that sort of stuff in my household that have had been used and they're, they're we call them dead, dead, dead pens and dead textures in our household, we have a box. And we put mm-hmm. all them in and then um, I take them down to our local office works um, and I dispose of them there. They've got a recycle program that they dispose of them appropriately. But you can get pencil highlighters. So instead of the pe- the texter ones, you can actually get the pencil ones. So you just sharpen them, sharpen them down. Pencils are obviously, you know, just using them till they're finished. <laughs> And I've even seen a little pencil pencil extender. Yeah. So if you get down to that part of a pencil where you actually can't you can't hold it anymore, you can get these little pencil extenders you can just grab from eBay, um, and then you can get a bit more life out of those those pencils as well. Well, I remember at school like whittling your pencil down till it was tiny and you couldn't <laughs> even hold it anymore. Favorite yeah. pencil. So I guess it's just <laughs> using it. Yeah, just using using them and then disposing of them appropriately. That's probably more the the kind of ideas, but a lot of office mm. works are doing that now. Right. And maybe this will be our, just our last one to wrap it up because we wanted this to be a short episode and it kind of always gets longer, doesn't it, as we talk. <laughs> what about movie tickets or theatre tickets? Ooh. Movie tickets or theatre tickets. Okay. So I can see a use for these in an art project. But buying online and using your phone as an e-ticket, always, always, mm. yeah, that's my tip. Get the app. Yeah, like a lot of things that you might get, if you can switch to like, um, for example, like our bank, our loan statements, they can come with paper, like they can get posted out. So you can actually switch mm. that stuff to just getting emailed so electronically. So see where what things you get yep. that might get posted to you and see if you can modify that that you don't you don't want paper anymore you want to go paperless yeah for sure that's a really good yeah, thing yeah i've chipped away at that over the years cuz some things you might get quarterly and then you're like oh yeah 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 like we no longer get our water bill or our loan stuff or um electricity gas it all comes via an email um and i've actually set up a separate family email account or bills email account so they all go directly into that account so i just know when there's a mm, that's a good that's idea an easy way to manage it yeah good one 
Very Thank good, you. Jackie. I like going out now. I literally will take my phone and that's it. And I pay using like tapping my phone and all my all my purchases, proof of purchase, tickets, entry into things are all scannable most of the time now or you can just show your phone screen. Yeah. So it's amazing how everyone has adapted to that. And yep. yeah, there is really no need to print out anything anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Good that one. Fun. I mean we're both we're both learning, aren't we? we Maybe are. we can um do another one like this in a in a few weeks or whatever and um see what else we might come up with what's single use and just keep keep building yeah, a list work. Well done Jackie. Can I plug something, Lisa? Please plug away. So I have uh, developed a little sort of side project um, that complements sustainable you. So helping people to minimise their waste and make changes in their household and their homes. Lisa's passion is around the advocacy and the civic engagement kind of side of things, but she's also very good at teaching people how to be more sustainable and, and she's made those personal changes themselves. But I wanted to extend a little bit on my passion and offer to create some courses from some of the themes that we've already discussed on the podcast. So I've just launched a a program called Master Sustainability with Jackie. Uh, You can find me on Facebook. We'll drop drop the links in the show notes um, and that sort of stuff. You'll see things on our socials from time to time. Um, But I'm running my first uh, online program. It's going to start on the 17th of August. No big deal if this goes out after that. Um, because I'll probably run another one in five weeks. After that, anyway, I'll keep them running. So it is called Household Sustainability Challenge, and it is simply about teaching people um, of how they can stop sending out a huge amount of waste every single week for their you know, little wheelie bin that they put out on their nature strip and then the rubbish bin comes and collects it and then we just wheel it back without thinking, where's that going, what's that doing, you know, that all that sort of stuff we talk about here and teaching them, teaching households how to then just go to down to a small little bucket, maybe a bathroom-sized bucket of waste every single week, maybe every single month. So if you're interested in this, I would love for you to join me and I could help you to take you through that five weeks and really cement some change. And in that, in turn, you will make a huge difference, personal difference as well, for your household but fantastic Jackie well done for taking the plunge and and putting yourself out there and I'm excited to see the impact that you can have on individuals as they embark on that challenge with you so as always we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you get some great value out of it and then it helps you to become a more, more sustainable you, you. Sustainable You can be found on Instagram at Sustainable You Pod, on Facebook at Sustainable You Podcast, or connect via email at sustainableupod at gmail.com. Episodes are created by Lisa and Jackie and produced by Fran from 17th Street Audio. If you appreciate the podcasting information shared, please like, subscribe, and share. If you're listening on iTunes, Jackie and Lisa would appreciate you giving them a five star rating and writing review to help other people find their podcast. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Climactic, the flagship podcast of the Climactic Collective, a podcast network dedicated to lifting the voices of the climate community. You can find out more about the people of the Climactic Collective and all the shows on the network at climactic.com.au. 
Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep up the great work and take care of each other in these climactic times. The Climactic Collective. Collective.